Welcome, you're listening to the Spa Business Mastery Podcast, a place for team and solo spa owners to learn how to scale their business growth and impact by implementing thriving systems and strong leadership. Hi, my name is Kirsten Foss, and over the past 25 years, I've been an esthetician, spa owner, and business and marketing strategist to help you plant the seeds of success needed to cultivate a truly bountiful spa business. Hello and welcome back to the Spa Business Mastery Podcast and today we have Delia with us because we're going to be talking about spa marketing. Um, When it comes to spa marketing, these are always our top podcasts in terms of what people want to listen to. So we are happy to be here every two weeks um, to bring on Delia to get a little bit more knowledge and a few more golden nuggets to help you get better at your at your spa marketing. So Delia, I think um, I think most of the times we're talking about when it comes to market spa marketing, we're talking about digital marketing. We are. Yep. We do a lot of digital marketing talk. And so today is a little bit uh, extra special because we're going to be talking about uh, in-spa marketing. Yeah. And, and how to strengthen your in-spa marketing, because, you know, I think, I think for the most part, spas are very, very, very focused on the digital aspects of marketing, social media, email marketing, their website, uh, Google ads, Facebook ads, um, you know, events, you know, sharing their events online. Um, But we have to remember that we actually have a captive audience with our clients when they come in spa. And so we want to, you know, we're here to say it's not all about the digital marketing. um, Because you're not every client is going to see your digital marketing. So let's get, let's talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, digital marketing is still equally important, but this is just another layer of your marketing. Um, and like Kirsten just said, you've got a captive audience already in front of you. You've got people who are already in your business and you've got more time to sit and share with them what your uh, marketing features and benefits are for the month. Yeah. And in a really conversational tone um, rather than kind of a written word or um, or video so mm-hmm. we're, we're going to we're going to go through uh, like a little system that you can implement for your in-spa marketing so make sure you got a pen and paper to, you want to take notes because uh, you'll want to put this together um, afterwards and create your own little system out of it because you know, we want you to squeeze as much uh, opportunity out of your business as possible so that you're not working as hard. You're working smarter, not harder. Yeah. All right. Let's start with the first. Um, the, we've got three steps in the system. Let's start with the first one. Mm-hmm. And we're starting at a place where we're assuming that you already have done as the owner, you have already um, put together your monthly spa marketing for the upcoming month. And, you know, you've got your digital stuff organized, email, social media, your website. Um, So we're going through the system with the assumption that you've already done that and you have that information. So the first step in the system of how to strengthen your uh, in-spa marketing is to book a staff meeting and have that staff meeting for a marketing information transfer meeting. So, you know, this doesn't necessarily have to be just about what's upcoming for the month, um, but you want to always in your staff meetings um, have a little, uh, have time to share what's coming up, like what kind of features, what kind of promos, Mm -hmm. um, retail service, what are the details of them? 
you want to set your, you want to, if you have a team, you want to set your team up to um, be able to have all of the resources that they need in order to be successful. I've known so many times where I've heard, you're not, you know, you're not selling anything or, um, you know, you need to book more services, <laughs> but they need the tools in order to be able to do that. And that's the spot owner's responsibility. Yes, it's your team's responsibility to make sure that they're complying, but it is your responsibility as the leader uh, to make sure that your team is set up for success. So that's where this um, inform marketing information transfer comes in. So when you are, um, when you're planning your meeting, um, and I definitely make, recommend that you're writing out an itinerary that you want for your meeting. So when you get to the part of your itinerary where you're sharing the upcoming, the upcoming marketing um, information that you're sharing, you don't, you can just write yourself bullet notes, but you're sharing key features and benefits. So key features are the what, and the benefits are the how or the results. Mm -hmm. So you want um, to be sharing with your team the not only what the feature is or what the promo is, um, but the details in terms of what kind of results will clients see out of them. Because like Delia said, you need to set up your team members for success. And a lot of times spa professionals have a hard time selling. It feels gross and icky. So by giving them scripts to follow. Um, and our next little, little uh, tip here is to use your meeting notes um, bullets to create a cheat sheet for your team um, and laminate it, do two of them, post one at reception, put, uh, actually no, Delia, you had, you had more than two that you were yeah, well, I mean, I did a, a little trick in my, so we'd have our meeting and uh, we would discuss what the features of that month's uh, promotion would be, whether it be service or whether it be retail or bro both. And then what we would do is one person was responsible every month to create these little um, cheat sheets and they can, they were, we put ours on, you know, like those little um, recipe type, uh, type yeah, little, cards. The little three by yeah, seven. Little yeah. And then we'd have a, one of those little uh, containers that we'd pop them in. So every month somebody was responsible for uh, teaching and training uh, the team on those key features. So what I would do is have um, like three features, uh, three key benefits on these cheat sheet cards and they would write them out and, and then they would test the rest of the team. So if I had, you know, Kirsten that month that was responsible for creating this little cheat sheet, then she'd go around and say, hey, Delia, what are the, you know, top three uh, benefits for the client for this product? And it would have already been uh, written out and I'd have to relay that. So it's kind of like a hot seat, you know, yeah. be fun. And I liked what you said that. Well, we did it. We did it back as well. So the the team who was not responsible for creating the sheet sheet could also go up and say, "Hey, Carson, what are these?" So everybody's learning together, and it was made into a fun way. And then what ended up happening was you had a you know over time now you have a whole little um, the little library of these little notes cheat sheets, so that you don't have to go through those big um, you know product uh, PK knowledge product knowledge from <laughs> from your supplier so it just made it a great way to get everybody interacting together learning and in a in a fun way so and it was almost um you know everybody's in a little bit of that competition with them you know <laughs> friendly competition so you wanted to you wanted to make sure that you were on the ball and knew what was happening so you could answer the questions um so I found that that was a really great way to get my team involved when I had my yeah. Um, and like as, as an owner, please do not just 
you know, tell your team members, like point at the product knowledge manual and say, you know, you need to know all the features and benefits by Friday because our, 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 our promo starts then. Like that <laughs> is not setting them up for success because a reading a product knowledge manual is dry <laughs> and boring and it doesn't stick. And we all know from high school, from college, university, that some things, what that we learn is just a rote memory. And so having those flashcards um, or a cheat sheet is super, super helpful. And, and really you're doing your part to set your team up for success for um, having those conversations with, um, with the clients. All right. Well, I, was say, I was just going to say that the other, the other part to that is that now everybody is consistently uh, speaking in the same way, right? I mean, we all have our own personalities, of course, but we're focused on those key details. And so everybody's sharing the same information. So it's not mishmash with, you know, maybe some mixed up information. It's just yeah. very consistent. And then with those cheat sheets, uh, we recommend that you um, have them have one at uh, reception in the treatment room, like in the cupboards, like in the inside cupboard. So clients don't see it. Um, your dispensary, if you have a, a common dispensary in your facility. Um, and then of course, um, uh, in the, in the staff room. So you, you, this is what I mean. You're doing your part as a leader to set up your team for success. There is literally no reason for them not to, um, to do this kind of learning. So, and if you're solo, I mean, you're solo, you're independent on your own and you know, you can uh, still follow the same principles. Absolutely. They absolutely work exactly the same yeah. as a solo. The harder part is for a solo is that you have to be accountable to yourself. That's probably the hardest part of it all. Exactly. Okay. So number one of this uh, system to strengthen your in-small marketing we just talked about was have a staff meeting for marketing information transfer. Okay. The number, number two of the system is making sure that um, your team knows what your expectations are in terms of communication with clients. Mm -hmm. And if you've listened to me, be me before, uh, you've probably heard me talk about the 80-20 conversation principle. And essentially what that means is that 80% of the time that you're, you're as a service provider that you're with your client, you should be talking about spa relevant conversations. So about the client and their experiences, they're you know talking about their pain points, talking about what they what their goals are, um, you know even talking about like pop culture and beauty, like hey did you see that blah blah blah. But by mm -hmm. keeping the conversation eighty percent uh, on spa relevancy, you absolutely you you absolutely do a couple well, you do a couple of things. You increase um, your rapport and trust with your clients which means increased sales right there. Um, we've got, what else have we got here? Support. Well, tools. Yeah. You, you're, you're able to, it's really about listening to the client because a lot of the times the number one reason why clients leave is because they're not listened to. So, you know, well, it might seem great that they're coming in for a facial and they get to lie down and, you know, maybe relax a little bit really and truly they're coming in for the most part because they're looking for a solution. And so if we just, you know, kind of forget about the whole 80, 80% that we really need to focus on what we're doing, how we can serve our clients and, and things that they need. Um, when we start getting away from that, then the client just is coming in for a facial and then they're leaving kind of feeling like, oh, I was really looking forward to maybe having some products recommended to me afterwards because I'm struggling with my skin in, you know, X, Y, Z way, but she didn't ask me about that. You know, she did her little magnifying glass, uh, magnifying lamp and put some products on my, on my skin, but didn't really get into 
educating, well, like helping. Educating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And sure. so you, while your skin might feel good, I'm using facials as an example, while your skin might feel good inside, they might feel a little bit disappointed that they didn't get the full experience because it's really what it's, what it's about. Um, tapping in and figuring out what your clients have come in for, what they need, how you can solve their problem. And that's all through communication. Absolutely. Right? So, and I, and I want to, I also want to mention that traditionally in the spa industry, in the beauty industry period, this is the same for hair salons, is that it's that, that ratio has actually been flipped, meaning a lot of times we're only talking about spa relevant uh, things 20% of the time. And mm. we're talking about personal stuff and what's going on and blah, blah, blah for 80% of the, the, the time. And then, then your staff are wondering why they're having a hard time selling, or maybe you're wondering why are my, is my team not selling things? This could be yeah. one of those places where you're literally hemorrhaging money. If your team is like, they see the client, Hey, it's so good to see you. And they just slide into a, you know, a personal conversation for like an hour and then they get to the end of their treatment. And of course they forget to ask if they need any refills. Of course they forget to ask them to pre-book or tell them when they want to come back. Yeah. And they're not enough time. There's so time. yeah. So do yourself a favor um, and maybe do an analysis of kind of what ratio is either myself as a, a, a service per like solo. Um, this is one way you can really ramp up your, your bookings and sales is to hold yourself accountable for this. And if you have a team to start checking out sleuthing out kind of who's doing all the chatting about personal stuff and then make a plan with your team. Like when I did this, with my team, I full on realized, oh my word, like, yes, I'm even doing it, talking mm -hmm. mostly about personal stuff. No wonder our retail sales suck. Yep. So um, as soon, yeah, as, the, as, soon ahead, as you sorry. start making these changes and, and you don't, don't expect your team to go, you know, flip completely. I actually gave them, we had many like goals for about three months to get us, you know, rather from 2080, took a couple of months to get us to 8020 and then we were rocking and rolling. Yeah. I always liked uh, this term. It's better to be interested than interesting. <laughs> Absolutely. People yeah. always love uh, it when you, you know, you ask them questions because, you know, you're making it about them. All right. So this 80-20 conversation principle um, increases sales because it increases trust. You're, you're literally one-on-one -on -one with a client. You can't get that with digital marketing. They're, you're one-on-one, -on -one, there's personal energy and connection there. They're more likely to say yes because yeah. of that. Um, and then, you know, really like we've already kind of, we've kind of, we don't want to flog a dead horse, but when service providers stay focused on client goals and stay focused on their communication, then um, not only are they more fully supporting their clients, they're able to earn more as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, like in, in my world over here uh, in Ontario, <laughs> Canada, and I think Kirsten, we were just talking about this, that, you know, it's a little bit different as far as the expectation. So um, I would say that the majority of the time, uh, anywhere that I have worked or been, you know, owner of, it kind of has always been like, it's not really my job. 
but it is. It's part of the service provider was saying that service provider would say it's not my job to sell. It's not my job. And we're not selling. (laughs) And we really aren't because when I know for myself, when I'm really passionate about helping my client and wanting to get to the root uh, cause and giving them a solution, it actually makes me feel like I've done my job. My client is happy. And I know that I've built that rapport. And I know that I'm likely going to increase my client retention just based off of that, whether they purchase from me that day or not, it's not the point you're, you're building up um, that rapport with them that they understand that when they come in, they're going to be heard, they're going to be listened to, and you're going to offer them solutions. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you want to take the next point, Delia? Sure. Yeah. So, point. yeah. So the last point that we just talked about was the expected team communications with the clients. And then our third uh, and final is now we're going to take all of that and we're going to put um, all your marketing into in-spa print materials. So you want to make sure that you have your uh, main focus for the month, whether again, it be a retail or a service um, or both, Um, any type of features, promotions, any specials that you have going on. Um, And maybe you're having an event that's happening. You want to make sure that you've printed material. Um, And I always, and Kirsten, I think you did this as well too. We had varying sizes of uh, print material and it so was all the same. it was this exact so we I had a graphic artist uh, every month I would give him my I'd send him a, a doc and say this is my feature and he would do uh, the mock-up of it I would re- review it and then he would actually send it off to the printer um, and I would just pick it up from the printer um, but every all small print material for the monthly features were exactly the same just varying sizes varying sizes and so what we do I'd have a couple of big posters you can um, I think Kirsten you had yours laminated and you had them hanging Um, I had a poster stand so I would put the you know two posters back to back so that you could see them on either side sandwich boards for outside are always great Um, but you want to make sure that these marketing materials in print in spa marketing materials are uh, throughout your whole spa so front desk um, reception area you want them the little plexiglass yeah. um, holder. holders, yeah. Um, you know, in your washroom, so on the walls in the washroom, if you don't have, you know, one of those little uh, frames that stick to the wall, I would w- I would always just, you know, put mine with putty <laughs> on mm-hmm. the walls. Um, where else do you want them? You want them at your service station. So depending on what types of treatments you do, you want them at your mani, petty stations, you want them in your treatment rooms, whether that be facials, uh, body treatments, massage, etc. Um, where else do we want them? We want them, did I miss anywhere? I think we've got uh, if you have a guest, if you're a bigger spa and you have a client lounge, you right. uh, want to put in there. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, for like on the Manny stations and Petty stations, they would definitely be a lot smaller. Um, yeah. not kind of the eight, you put eight by 10 reception, like the bigger areas, bathroom. I think mine were five. I think they were five by sevens or three by fives and actually could get cute little stands. I'm not sure if everybody has Ikea, but um, you could get cute little stands elsewhere. Um, So it's really important to have all those visuals around because not only are you going to be having conversations, but a lot of times we would have clients say, oh, can you tell me a little bit about this promo, right? So it's just, it's almost like a little bit of a segue and an icebreaker um, for if you are uh, needing that little bit of an icebreaker as well, but it just, it gets the clients thinking and it gets them asking questions. Um, and it also keeps everybody else on focus because it's there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All um, right. So this, you know, like we said, this is just a little three-step system. You know, you may be doing a couple of these things or maybe one of these things, but uh, we're going to invite you to 
put all three things together and see what happens. Because really what this is all about is about repurposing your marketing content. Um, it's repurposing your marketing message that you're doing in the digital arena or in spa. So you're, you're really covering all angles of, um, of opportunity mm-hmm. um, because not everybody's going to see your digital marketing. Mm-hmm. And when you have these kinds of conversations one-on-one, you've got more opportunity to educate than you do in the digital uh, arena. They have an opportunity to ask you more questions in detail. You can customize answers for them. Um, And what I really like is you can track this. Uh, You should be charting for every client. And that means taking notes about what happened in the treatment. Um, And when you have these kind of conversations and maybe the client didn't, isn't ready to buy or whatever, you've, you're following up with it. So you, and you have a date that, you know, maybe it was last month or two months ago that you talked about this or somebody else talked about it on the team. You can bring it up again as part of your 80-20 conversations. Absolutely. Um, kind of start the combo again see if there's something that you can help them with this isn't uh, spa related necessarily but it goes back to the the charting and following up with clients and I was always so amazed when I'd go to the dentist and they'd say and I think I was in aesthetic school at the time and they'd say oh so are you still in school I'm like how do they remember that (laughs) because they were charting and it made me feel like they they cared about you they cared about me yeah. And they, you know, it's not that they didn't, they absolutely did. It was just part of their guest experience. And I feel like it absolutely needs to be part of every guest experience because it's really important. And that again, is how you build that rapport and that trusting relationship with your clients that will keep them coming back to you and not going elsewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So we hope that uh, this episode of Spa Business Mastery was helpful for you. Um, maybe this is a little bit of a, a little project for you to polish up the system this summer, uh, mm-hmm. especially if summertime is not as normally as busy for you. This would be a great opportunity to to get this, um, you know, running smoothly for September. All right. Absolutely. All right. So thank you so much for joining us. If you love listening to us, please give us a follow from wherever you are. Uh, we're on all the podcast stations as well as YouTube and Facebook. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>